Hello and welcome to Penalty on the Podcaster, I Just Want to Talk, where I just talk about things relating to the NFL that I'm interested in. Um, this week, or episode, because there's no schedule, kind of an interesting one, should Tuatunga Vailoa retire? Also, if I'm mispronouncing uh, his last name, uh, sorry, this is the one that showed up when I searched for how to pronounce his name, so I'm going to go with it, Tua Tungo Vailoa. Um, but it's an interesting one because he is young and, like, doing really well, but he got three concussions this year, and they were pretty bad. So before we get into the content, um, this podcast is an unsponsored podcast if you'd like to sponsor this podcast or contact me for whatever reason my email is in the description this podcast is available on youtube spotify google podcasts and rss.com if you would like to check out the podcast on any of the other platforms the links will be in the description uh if you would like to uh actually uh, RSS.com is the recommended way to listen. You can view the transcripts. Um, if you're on YouTube, please like, subscribe. Helps the channel grow costs. Nothing takes about a second, and you can always change your mind later. Um, and make sure to ding that bell or follow the podcast or whatever to get notifications and never miss an episode. This is the third episode coming out today, so show some love with a like and subscribe. Now let's get to the content. So, the things about Tunga Vailoa is like he's young, and he's been playing like he's been playing really well. He was playing like an MVP basically until he got hurt the first time in 2022. And you know he's only got one more year under contract, um, two years if the Dolphins pick up his fifth year option and. He is likely to get a large extension if um, he's likely to get a large extension if he can stay healthy and keep playing. But and also he's a rising star. He's been getting better and he can really be scary in the league. On the flip side, um, what's this doing to his health? Um, Tungo Vailoa. Suffered a concussion in week three. He continued to play and win the game because the Buffalo Bills do not know a thing about clock management. Um, but, and the Dolphins moved on undefeated. Um, Tungo Vailoa stumbled during the game and uh, appeared to show signs of confusion. And of course, the stumbling is something you would want to look out for. Yet, Tungo Vailoa continued to play in the game, and he would play four or something. He would play five days later, or like four days. It depends how you count that. Um, in Cincinnati, uh, against the Bengals, where I predicted him to have an amazing game, and he would have if he had stayed healthy. That day, he got another concussion. This one was horrible. He, his brain got hit so bad 
that he went into a fencing response. It's basically when it's like triggers something in the brain when it gets so damaged that like it snaps his hands and fingers and arms into something over his face. Like, and like it looked really terrible. And he was stuck like that and he had to be taken to the hospital. Um, I think it's the University of Cincinnati Hospital. And which is also where DeMar Hamlin got treated. But he was hit so bad. That like sent like ripples throughout the NFL. Um, and and coach. Sorry, referees started cracking down on roughing the passer in some stupid ways. Like, um, on a critical third down, um, when Grady Jarrett swung down Tom Brady, or he didn't swing him down, he tackled him like a normal person, a normal sack, uh, and that would force the Bucks to punt. The Falcons would then be able to drive down the field and potentially win the game. Except, no, they gave roughing the passer or whatever ridiculous I sort of think that was to hand the game to the Buccaneers like there's no way someone calls that like that but it gets more absurd Chris Jones jumps on to Derek Carr strips the football continues to fall on him while having possession of the football he is now the ball carrier while he does the motion that gets called for roughing the passer. Yes, that is right. A ball carrier called for roughing the passer, which is just absurd. Um, and this was because of the Tua Vailoa situation. But getting back to him, he would uh, come back. You would think his season would be done, right? Well, he would come back and play. Um, and... Against the Packers, he would suffer his third and final concussion of the season. Three concussions, one season. That's three concussions in 17 games. So that's about one concussion every, uh, like, between five and six games, which is not a good rate for someone who is supposed to be... um, playing so um yeah and I think and there is a condition it's called CTE where it is linked it's a degenerative brain disease linked to multiple blows to the head multiple concussions a notable case of this is a junior Seau the Chargers linebacker former Chargers linebacker he was Beloved by about everyone, uh, except the people he tackled a bunch. Um, and he wa- died and was diagnosed with CTE. And I think they they uh, ruled it as a high probability cause for his death, or maybe that did cause his death. But say, but Sayal had it, and unfortunately, it is not able to be diagnosed until the patient has died and their brain is in the hands of medical professionals. Antonio Brown is rumored to have CTE ever since he basically went crazy after being hit 
in the head by Vontaze Perfect and suffering a severe concussion. So with three concussions, one of them, two within five days, and one of them causing a fencing response being that bad, Tuatungo Vailoa likely has an elevated chance of developing CTE in um, years to decades. But he has an elevated chance of developing CTE, and he likely does not want to end up like Junior Seau or Antonio Brown, even though we don't fully know that Antonio Brown's thing is CTE, but um, he has a he's rumored to have CTE, especially because it all went wrong after a concussion. For those of you who don't know, just a quick refresher: um, Antonio Brown was a former. Um, receiver for the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers uh, played didn't play but practiced with the Oakland Raiders was released from them was released from the Patriots and released from the Buccaneers um, he is known for going crazy uh, after he was hit in a playoff game in the head helmet to helmet hit he um, he did a bunch of stuff he threw a huge fuss over not being able to have his helmet any to wear his helmet anymore because it was deemed unsafe by the official by like the testing the NFL does and so he couldn't wear it anymore. He also like froze his feet in cryotherapy or something like that. And then he threw off his jersey and pads and ran shirtless out of MetLife Stadium in a game against the Jets in 2021. That's Antonio Brown. He has also done a bunch of other stuff since then has an arrest warrant um and just research him it's wild but um we don't know for sure that uh he has cte but there is it he is rumored to have it and Tua Tungavailoa definitely would not want to end up like him so but also what shocks me is like he's not getting hit hard he's not getting hit in the head he's being tackled normally in tackles where his head just happens to hit the ground it's not like it's not like what antonio brown dealt with and he's got three concussions where his head just hits the ground maybe a little harder than normal but not that hard and so maybe he's just really prone to concussions and in that case maybe he shouldn't uh, be playing football now it would be tough to throw away a career and i'm not gonna suggest that he should retire but and it, but something he can do is maybe switch helmets he currently wears the riddell speed flex helmet it is the most popular helmet in football five star virginia tech rating so it's a it's known as a pretty safe helmet it's worn by just about everyone matthew stafford tom brady lamar jackson um Basically, everyone is in a Riddell Speedflex. Jalen Hurts, um, there's, like, I couldn't name them all. But, um, it's known as a very safe helmet. It is a very safe helmet, but it's not the safest. It's not even the safest Riddell helmet. I'm, I'm kind of a helmet nerd, so sorry. But, um... Kenny Pickett had a similar thing where he got hurt with the back of his head, like Tua. Tua, some of Tua's concussions were in 
the back of his head, so he switched to a Riddell Axiom, which is a safer helmet with more padding in the back and sides of the head. Another thing Tungo Vailoa could do is switch to, like, a Vices Zero Two, which is the safest helmet, non-position-specific helmet in all of football. So, um... Tonga Vailoa might want to consider switching to a safer helmet um, to be able to keep his health because concussions are a serious matter. Two concussions is terrible. Two concussions in five days is horrible. Three concussions in a year is mind-blowing, both literally and figuratively. Um, but... Uh, I like him. I hope that he can switch to a safer helmet or do whatever and stop getting concussions. Hopefully he does not develop CTE. Um, and hopefully he can get uh, everything back in order. If he can stay healthy, the future is bright and full of money. Because he, he is due for an extension, and with Jalen Hurts' contract furthering the quarterback market, which you, it, I made an episode on, and you should listen to it, it is, of course, named like Jalen Hurts, and the Eagles just reset the quarterback market, um, you should really listen to it, I talk about his extension and the implications for other teams like the, uh, yeah, the Ravens, so... Um, that episode was actually supposed to come out yesterday, but some stuff happened, so it's coming out today. Um, but, uh, still, he will get, likely get a large contract if he can stay on the field. But, um, can he stay on the field? I hope so. It's never good to have someone getting concussions and stuff like that, or CTE, Antonio Brown, like, things have been going terribly for him, so hopefully Tua Tungavailoa does not end up like that, and that's really all I got, so, um, hope you enjoyed, um, this podcast is unsponsored, if you'd like to sponsor this podcast or contact me for whatever reason, email is in the description, this podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, rss.com, and now Google Podcasts. If you would like to listen on any of the other platforms, link will be in the description. Um, if you are on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Help the channel grow. It costs nothing. Takes a second and you can always change your decision. Follow or subscribe or ding that bell uh, so you never miss an episode. Uh RSS.com is the recommended way to listen to this podcast because you can view the transcripts there. Um, that's really all messages I have. That's really everything I have to say. Um, I hope you've enjoyed this installment of Penalty on the Podcaster. I just want to talk. You'll hear more of me next episode.